0: Hello everybody and welcome to Drop and Give Me 20 with Phil Risden. I am Phil Risden and just so you know I had to do three takes of this video because I forgot the name of my own podcast. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I might need to stop smoking weed. How did that happen? Really? Three times. This is the third take. I swear to God. Every time I did the intro I was like wait what's the name of my podcast? This just happened. I don't know what's going on. I think I just have hangover brain. I was drinking a lot last night happy day after mother's day everybody hell yeah dude happy day after mother's day did you did you call the lady that birthed you did you send her a text did you do something you know that's all you she's your mom she'll love you anyway you just gotta do something you know i uh for my mom i i basically i sent her a text and i wore my favorite Mother's Day shirt. This is my Mother's Day shirt, everybody. Yeah, all right, I got a lucky Mother's Day shirt. Shove it up your ass. I do, you know, this is mine. I've had it since I was a kid. Look look at how old this thing is. Look at that, look at that. Look at how tattered this fucking shirt is. I've had it since I was in like high school, like junior year of high school. My mom bought it for me, it was the dopest shirt. I had a bunch of people always stopping me on the street asking me where I got the fucking shirt. Ever since I moved to New York, and I was just a fucking suburban kid from Scotch Plains, New Jersey. So if you move to New York in the first year, and there's a bunch of fashionable, cool New Yorkers asking you where you got your shirt, it makes you feel good. Uh, Until you answer with, Kohl's, I got my shirt at Kohl's, and you see their face just drop, and they're like, oh, okay. Then it doesn't make you feel so good. It makes you feel like a basic bitch. But you know what? They're the basic bitches. They gotta follow trends. They loved this shirt until they knew where it was from. And then they didn't want it anymore. They're fucking clowns. You know, life is so much about perception. It's fucking bullshit, man. It really is. Sorry if I'm getting all existential here. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I'm hungover. Because we were drinking quite a bit last night at Hot Damn. It was a great show. It was a great show. Yo, if anybody lives in the New York area and they watch this podcast, they listen to this podcast, please come to Hot Damn at Bushwick Public House. It was a really good time last night. Uh, You know, a little bit of chaos. But it was really cool. The fact that everybody decided to come, uh, you know, and kind of watch me uh, you know, do shit out there, you know, with all these different comedians and everything during Mother's Day was kind of just beautiful. I, I loved it. I really appreciated it and everything. So I find that to be really nice. Uh, I was also working out a uh, uh, a new bit that I've been doing for, for a little while. I used to have this bit about uh, polyamory where I say like all my friends are poly, which is Latin for I have herpes. Uh, Which is, you know, it always gets a good laugh, but I've wanted to extend it for a really, really long time, like a long time. And I'm finally doing that now, uh, which is good, you know? Yeah, I I like polyamory. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I, I, you know, I I like, well, I don't, I've never done it before. I, I like the idea of it, though. I understand the idea of it. I just hate the people, right? I just fucking can't stand the people. That's my problem with polyamory you know for for uh for people who are apparently super liberal they are very into labels you know everyone's their fucking partner <laughs> which seems a little bit much you know my my friend uh he told me he was like dude i have five partners i'm like buddy i'm pretty sure that's just a team uh <laughs> you know a group a squad you you get five you know uh detectives who are partners together and that's at least a task force okay buddy uh you know why? Why do you, why do you need that many people? Be- why do you need that many people to love you? You all suck, you know. <laughs> no, it's fine. I I like the idea of it. I really do. It's just yeah. It just annoys me with people nowadays. Especially too. It's just like I'll just I'll just fucking say it. I'm so sick of this like sexual awakening that my generation is having. It's it's great. It's great. But it's it's ter- it's terrible and annoying. You know, it's fucking awful, man. Like, I'm so sick of my friends telling me how they come. Why? Why do I need to know these things? Why do I have to care about you? I'm your friend. Like, I'm, so, like, I'm, I'm annoyed that I have to live in the generation where men talk to each other. That does not need to happen. It is completely unnecessary because I've heard the thoughts of my friends. They've opened up their brains to me and what's inside is not good. Don't like it at all, you know. Yeah, the sexual awakening stuff, it's like it's it's great, you know, it's uh, of course, yeah, everybody should feel more better about their body, especially for women and stuff like that because they've been held back, you know, because of their sexuality for fuck for so long. But when it comes to dudes, it's just fucking annoying. You know, like sexual exploration is supposed to help you find more confidence in yourself and learn who you truly are as a whole and complete person. It's not supposed to help me answer the question about why your girlfriends fingers smell terrible all the time (laughs) it's not supposed to help that i'll tell you that much i don't need to know i don't need to know okay i don't care i don't fucking care it's ridiculous jesus christ oh my god yeah it was a it was a good show though i had a really good time uh you know we decided to just get hammered. It was like it was a rainy day. A, you know It's one of those where it's just like you ever see that where it's just like rainy and you're just like, I'm getting fucked up today. This is no way I'm not going to. I'm getting fucked up today. That's basically what was happening, you know? Uh yeah, life's been pretty solid. Life's been pretty good. Uh fucking uh I was just watching that show uh on Netflix uh yesterday, Jupiter's Legacy. Has anybody seen this show yet? It's brand new on Netflix. It just came out like two or three days ago uh it's a cool show i actually i'm not gonna lie like it's something that i was watching it's uh if you don't know anything about it it's another one of those like kind of like comic book tv shows that are coming out right now uh image comics which is kind of like an indie uh comic book company uh they created this thing called jupiter's legacy it's a whole another universe basically like you know uh there's there's superheroes and all that shit in this world and it's basically about a family that were, like, the first family of superheroes, essentially, kind of, you know what I mean? Uh, which is cool. It's, like, it, it's good. It's a good show. It definitely, you know, draws you in because I'm not going to lie, I started watching it and just be like, oh, I'll give it an hour, and next thing I know, I'm, you know, I'm at episode seven, and not just because Netflix keeps going. Like, it, it really was, like, intriguing. It's a fun story. Uh, I will say, I feel like the production value needs to get a little bit better. I don't know if it's, like, Maybe it's because of the COVID shit, like they just were, you know, going real low budget at a time or I, I don't know what it was, but it's just like something about it, like a little bit of the costume design and shit. I'm like, eh, you know, that's the thing is like, you know, once Marvel made all those uh movies and shit, like it was cool. But like now that it's become so popular, every network, every, every fucking studio is doing their own version of these things and you know they're spreading i feel like they're spreading their money a little thin you know it's like people love comic book movies people love comic book shows and all that shit but if you're gonna do it the budget kind of has to be high you know it really has to be fucking high like at the end of the day because i was watching that show and i felt like i was watching adult power rangers you know just like the suits they have i'm like is this guy wearing a fucking like football gear (laughs) you know on top of a leotard what is this like what is going on uh yeah, they always just look weird and kinda clunky. Like Marvel hasn't really had too too much uh of problems with that, but they're also doing, you know, the highest grossing movies in America when they come out and all that shit. It's different than doing like a Netflix show. But fuck you, you know? Like, god damn it. It just made me feel I it was a good story, but it made me feel a bit like a child. Like I was like, Oh, Jesus Christ You know? Where is my life gone? Shouldn't I be watching the news? You know, shouldn't I be listening to, you know, jazz or something at this age i should be sipping a scotch not smoking a bowl and basically <laughs> and watching jupiter's legacy you know about to about to cry because you know you know it it has the uh eternal argument of you know justice and violence you know means to an end and all that shit you know it's like why is this tugging on my heartstrings couldn't i be watching Citizen Kane? right like couldn't i <laughs> couldn't i care about real things jesus I don't know. Life is life is good though. I, I, I do like real shit though. I, I, I used to have a movie podcast. I don't know if you call it a podcast or a YouTube show. I don't fucking know. Some alternative shit. Risden reviews, sick plug, check it out. I did, you know? Uh no, but I watch I watch a lot of movies. Uh I also saw a Sound of Metal too. Uh, I wish I would have seen it before the Oscars, but I finally got to watching that shit and holy fuck is that movie good. It's, it's such a good movie. Like, I, I really fucking love it to death. I'm not gonna lie, man. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's it's really good. Uh, if you guys don't know the story of Sound of Metal, it's basically about this uh, this guy who's a metal drummer uh, with his girlfriend. They're in a band. They tour and everything. Uh, and then he gets some sort of ear problem, and he's hearing uh, slowly goes away and he goes deaf and uh it's basically just like about him dealing with all of that type of stuff and how his life is changing and his girlfriend and all that stuff and it's it's really really interesting especially as a uh, comedian you know because i do the youtube stuff but i do way more of the brick and mortar straight stand-up comedy you know and um it's it's weird it's it's just like to have something that makes you so you, and to be right on stage there, feeling that energy from all those people, and just—I—I I could never really give that up, uh, you know. So, so to have it taken away would just be gut wrenching for me. Uh, and uh, you really, you really feel that. You really feel that throughout the movie. I mean, he's a drummer who can't hear. That's—that's—that's uh, that's insane. It—it's it, terrible, man. It's really terrible. Uh, you know, and uh, it's really tough. I mean, you know, like, it's almost like, uh, you know, Patrice O'Neal. If anybody's a fan of the late, great comedian Patrice O'Neal, he had a stroke. And the reason they kind of uh, pulled him off of life support was because, you know, the doctor said that he had a stroke and he probably wouldn't be able to speak anymore. And, you know, Patrice O'Neal is fucking Patrice O'Neal. Like, even when he's not on stage, he says whatever the fuck he wants and he does whatever the fuck he wants. And he wouldn't be able to do that. And that's why they took him off life support. And I totally get that. Because it's just like being a comedian, if I suddenly became a mute, like, you know, I I, I could live my life. But Jesus fucking Christ, like, how long that would take for me to adjust to that life, becoming a totally different person, you know, like, could I really, could I really do that? I don't know, maybe, maybe. I was a shy kid growing up, you know? I was a very shy, very, very quiet kid. I actually think that might be what makes it rougher, actually. Because I was always very shy and quiet and not thinking anybody wanted to hear anything I had to say ever, you know? And I was super insecure about all that type of stuff, which is why I never said anything. I had terrible stage fright. I just, none of it worked for me ever. And then I, I found comedy. Like, you know, basically growing up in you know uh jersey on high school graduated and i don't know i just mustered the courage to move out to new york and try this and ever since then the world opened up for me and i don't think i could have it closed down again uh you guys hear that that's a little fedex truck out there i don't know if i'm gonna edit this out i probably won't because i want to keep this realism okay how you like that? I was getting all emotional and shit, and then there's a goddamn FedEx truck in the background sitting over here dropping shit off. I don't know what they're dropping off. Not not for me. I don't got no goddamn money. They ain't dropping shit off for me, man. Oh, God. Yeah, to just... Uh, to be a drummer and have your ears taken away. To be a comedian and have your voice taken away. Uh, I mean, I think maybe I could just go into, like, comedy writing, that's the only way I think that might be like the only thing that I could really do. I would just have to go into comedy writing because I would have to put it down somehow. But I feel like it just wouldn't come out in the same way that you'd want to. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't. You know, like I'm because I'm such a conversational comedian, as you see with this. This is just a long conversation with absolutely no jokes. I am sh- I promise you I'll try to pepper them in, uh, you know, but it's it's fucking hard, man. Shout out to anybody with disabilities like that: deafness, uh, you know, mute, you know, both, Uh, blind, you know, uh, you know, all that shit. I think I I think I got rid of all of all the senses. I don't think yeah, you can't use your legs. I I don't know if there's anybody actually watching this right now, uh, and you do comedy or you do some sort of art uh, that people would perceive to be more difficult for you to do because of your disability. Uh sound off in the comments cuz I would really like to see that. I love seeing stuff like that. You know, it does give me hope, you know. Uh it does actually fucking FedEx truck. Fucking FedEx truck. I'm trying to be a good boy. I'm trying to stay on task. I'm trying to give you guys good things. Goddamn FedEx truck being a fucking asshole. Get out of here. Get out of here, you piece of shit! Fucking FedEx is trying to destroy my podcast. I told him one time that I won't do a sponsorship, and now they've just been trying to tank me. They've just been trying to tank me, you know. <laughs> but uh, back to the back to the thing. Yeah, if there's anybody who like I don't know, like they, you know, they're they're a drummer, but they're deaf. They're a uh, comedian or singer, you know, supposedly, but they but they can't. Uh, use their voice or something or, you know, whatever, a blind archer, I don't know, some guy who paints with his feet, fucking send me some shit, I want to see it, I want to be inspired, because, dude, life, like, you know, you can get thrown into adversity, but life, you know, you can conquer that shit, like, I everything I was saying before, it's like, yes, it would be hard, yes, it would be insanely difficult, it would, it would, it would, but at the same time, if I have enough determination, I have enough love for what I'm doing uh number one monetary gains won't actually matter stuff like money i can just live my life um you know which is kind of what i'm doing now i've been broke for 10 years you know it hasn't hurt me none tell you that much um but uh yeah i mean you know you can conquer all that shit man like you know as long as you have the love for it that's really all you need that's really all you need um and i feel like you know that's what makes a lot of people so strong in their art you know in a way, too, I think there's a lot of people like, you gotta have like an immovable mindset. Like, your mindset has to be unwavering. That's the only way I think a lot of people can survive in the arts, if I'm being completely real. You just gotta know who you are and what you're willing to do and pretty much be unshakable about it. That's the only thing. Cause, you know, the longer you stay in shit, especially if you stay in one scene or, you know what I mean? And you're not really elevating just yet and you've been here you know because uh, I've been in, in the New York comedy scene for a long time I came in when I was 18 uh, you know now I'm 29 and I'm about to be 30 I'm not I didn't just turn 29 either you know and uh, you know I noticed when I first first fucking started and I was 18 I was this the, the wonder kid like oh he's 18 and he dude he's funny all this shit fast forward to now and I'm kind of still in the same I'm doing better but I kind of still in the same place or for about six, seven to eight years, I was in the exact same place, and people were looking at me very strange. They're just like, why is this guy still here? He is funny, uh, but he's still here, so there must be something wrong, you know? And I think a lesser person, uh, and I do have some friends that, I won't really call them lesser people, but they're just their heart wasn't in it. Uh, they did eventually crumble from those things. You know, people who... Everybody thought it was the shit, but they weren't, their career wasn't moving right at the time and it didn't progress at the pace that they wanted to. They did just decide, hey, fuck it, I'm done, quit, I bow out, I'm gone. And uh, I, I never have. I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to do comedy. Uh, I've, I've always wanted to talk and do like podcasting and stuff and like radio shows and all that type of stuff. So it's like for me, I already knew what my future would be and it would only be this. So uh, it never really took that much from me. I think a lot of times, arts can really drain people. Uh, but it, it, it's been draining at times, but it's never drained everything from me. And I think it's because of that, that will, that love. And if you guys, anyone out there is doing their thing, um, no matter what type of art it is, uh, you know, it, if you want it to be your career, you, you have to have that drive. You have to have that love. I know that's scary to challenge yourself and ask yourself if you actually do have that, but that's the only way you're going to know. Uh, you really have to ask yourself that question. I'm sure a lot of you have been asking yourselves that question uh, because of the pandemic. You've been locked inside with your thoughts. But I'm telling you, do it again. Do it again. All right? Fucking work. God damn it. I have two podcasts. I got five shows. No girlfriend. Life is good. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you guys are great. Uh, we're creeping up on, I think, exactly 20 minutes right now. Uh, so I'm going to sign off and everything. I just wanted to wish you guys a happy day after Mother's Day. Uh, yeah, to, I I didn't get my... Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I texted my mom, you know, I, I, I want to keep my distance. We're in a long-distance relationship, okay, people? I did. I uh, I texted my mom. I'm going to call her later. I'm going to call her later. But she also watches this podcast, so I almost feel like I don't. Like, she knows more about my life than I've ever told her just because of this thing. So, you know, she's probably watching this right now. Hi, Mom. I love you, and uh, I'll be calling you later. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, guys, if you ever uh, <laughs> if you guys ever have trouble talking to family members, don't call them just start a podcast you know and then they'll just call you they'll just watch shit, and then just like bring it up to you and then it makes thanksgiving dinners actually kind of better because they'll just bring up shit about you that you didn't really know that they knew about you but they kind of love it and it's cool and you know people watch it so it's fine um but i probably shouldn't have talked about cocaine in the last episode because uh she was asking me some Questions (laughs) Questions <laughs> like a goddamn detective. What are you been up to? It's over. That was years ago. I'm better now. I do things. I'm a businessman, maybe, who still wears his Lucky Mother's Day shirt. How about that? Aww. Aww. <laughs> but seriously, guys, thank you for listening. Um, again, if you're in the New York area, please come to uh, my shows uh follow me on grove street comedy on instagram no matter where you are anyway uh follow me on grove street comedy for uh, uh you know more content i'm also going to be traveling in june i'm going to be doing a tour so i'm doing uh, dc atlanta miami uh austin texas denver la san francisco portland chicago cleveland and uh that's it so if you guys are at any of those places i saw i've been getting a little bit of better viewership right now uh you know and i've been getting a couple views so if there's anybody out there um at these places come by i'd love to just talk to you and like get to know what you guys like about the podcast what you don't like about the podcast feel free to talk about it in the comments uh this thing is for you it is for me but it's also for you and i want to interact with you guys and know who you guys are and uh yeah just get to just get to know you better and, and bond, man, and you know you're seeing me through a, through a glass, but it's all about love, man. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You guys are the shit. please like and subscribe, and uh, I'll see you later. Peace.